0: we have 15 hey we have 15 we have 15 hours of space on the little sd card that i've got so let's let's see how much we can use but anyway welcome to the first episode of joe dot podcast we're here congratulations everyone we finally did it it's not like it's not like it's been months and months of procrastination and not doing anything or not having the equipment but here we finally are and I'd like to introduce you all to the first guest, a good friend of mine. We've got Sam.
1: We'll a round of
0: applause. We'll turn that right down. Um, Sam is a lot of things. He's a freaking collaborator of mine. He Is a musician. That's his main one. I should have said that first. How would you describe yourself?
1: Um, I do a lot of things. Um, I guess, yeah, the best musician is probably the easiest. Yeah, nice. Um, Online content creator, we like that, content creator. Do you like the
0: term influencer, or does it kind of piss you off? I think influencer makes sense,
1: depending on who it is. Like, I mean, I wouldn't call myself an influencer at all. Is David
0: Dobrik still an influencer, given how much trouble he's in? He's a a bad influencer. He's a bad influencer, good, okay. (laughs) Um, One thing I wanted to... I actually... Yeah, coming on. I am actually out of the loop on this whole David Dobrik thing. I think um, it's a better conversation with two people who do know what's going on, but he's having a bit of trouble with... He had a prank that he did a very long time ago um, that Mm. seems to be a little bit racially charged and has a lot of issues to do with consent. And today he released an apology... And I saw it 10 minutes after it was released, and it has comments and likes and dislikes uh, not viewable. So that's already quite sus. Not Um, a great sign. Just from my personal assessment, it definitely felt like his team were like, you probably should make an apology. So it feels very forced out. It's like two minutes and 30 seconds. And he's very, how do I describe it? Like very condescending and I don't know. It just... It just feels awkward and weird and it just isn't nice.
1: I uh, didn't really feel like he was acknowledging anything wrongful.
0: Yeah, it's hard to to explain. If I had video, I'll work on getting a video part of this working. But um, anyway, um, one cool thing that I actually realized the other day just talking to a different friend. Do you know what is six years old? You meant to you meant to make a guess there. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
1: a guess. Yeah. Um, most six-year-olds are six years old.
0: Well, it's actually five. Probably and a all half. of them actually. It's actually five and a half. It's not a person. It's a it's a thing we did. <laughs> no. Any is guess? this the Animash behind the scenes? Well, the first Animash is we, we started making that five and a half years ago, and I find that really really crazy that. It's been that long. That was the first big thing that we worked on.
1: It's weird because I feel like
0: five and a half years is a lot, but it also it almost doesn't feel like that long at the same time. I know it sort of feels like yesterday that you came up and asked me for it. Um, what's the story behind it? At story behind Anamath, at least to your recollection of it. Um, like in terms of like our collaboration with
1: it. Mm. Um. Well. Look, honestly, like, I'm a little hazy because it was a while ago. But, like, I know, like, because you were doing media at the time and you were starting to fully embark on that, like, journey within, like, film work and all that. And I was someone who was doing a lot of...
0: I was starting to get into, like, Daniel Kim, pop Anthology. That's what I was trying to think of. Like, who was the guy who made it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pop Anthology. It still rocks today. Like... Oh, yeah, for sure. Even though the music is, like, it's... You know, that year's, the style is timeless and it's all cool. And the, the key thing was he was having fun making it. My side of the story is Sam finally comes to me and says he wants to make it. Now, I knew how, in theory, to make a video like that. But I had never gotten anything close to a project of that magnitude. And so I was kind of figuring out what to do as I went along. Furthermore, I was actually on a holiday at a lake house when I was editing the whole thing, so in between um, water skiing and hanging out and doing activities in the Victorian countryside, I was editing <laughs> away off a giant hard drive, which it was interesting. Have you seen it recently, or do you sort of not really watch old content?
1: Um, I, I do go over a lot of my old stuff. Um, I think the most recent one I saw was like, out of the ones we did, I think 20. 20- 2015,
0: which is sort of the Animash for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You
1: know? It, it, it didn't one, get like, it didn't
0: get better than then.
1: No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. That one was solid.
0: Because I think the only videos and, um, that I had made around that time are those weird cooking videos I did with Max, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, I stuff. knew how to make fun of um, Epic Meal Time and Harley Morenstein, but... That was just about it. Like I knew how to do certain things, but the project was probably not was, the most was a very fun to have on your
1: resume in twenty twenty
0: one. Uh epic meal time. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it on my resume anyway. I think I've hidden all those videos. I think for a good reason. They're a bit crappy and especially cringy. Um yeah, Ananamash, what a fun challenge that was. It was very interesting to figure out visual styles and that sort of stuff. Um, One, anytime I watch it, because FYI to how this sort of thing is made, not all songs are the same speed, believe it or not. Some songs have a faster beat and some have a slower beat, but some have very, very, very similar beats and you can speed up or slow down accordingly to make it sound fine and in tune and, you know, to the same speed. But, the video that exists can't really be sped up. So if you, there's a part where it's uptown funk and it is slowed down quite a bit, but not quite a bit. I actually can't remember how like slow it is, but you can, their dance moves work in the video because it is uh, 24 frames per second yeah. moving in that motion.
1: 28 BPM.
0: No, one. I think that song is 115
1: BPM. But, like, yeah, no, like... Oh, you mean, like, the actual frames and stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, the, well that's well, the well, BPM, yeah. so that's fine. So the audio and the video then become a big challenge to put together, Um, and then... Yeah, well, this yeah, there's something
1: there's... else. I remember, as well, like, when there were, like, bits of, like, one song, and then bits of, like, an earlier part of the song later on. I remember you talking to me about that. Like, I remember you Can't Feel My Face was a bit
0: of... Can't Feel My Face is a very interesting video because it's got that whole opening scene and the video... I love that video, by the way. I'm I, And I love the weekend. All I do is listen to Secrets now. It's like... <laughs> I don't have much of a life, clearly. Um, But one... Yeah, so that video is really cool and it's got that opening part, the whole build-up at the start and it's just the tight close-up of him and... Um, it feels weird to show a later part of the video because he repeats the same uh, bridge over and over again. Um, it feels yeah. weird to show a later part of the video first, then the intro later. And so it was quite a difficult thing to figure yeah. out. The weekend has actually was a problem in the 2016 one because we had the Starboy. Um, oh, yeah, we had the copyright fiasco. Yeah, we had a copyright problem with Starboy. Actually, to be fair, the whole is the whole thing copyright. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, what was it like? I think we had to upload it three times.
0: We had three, yeah, something like that, <clears throat> and I can't remember the change between the first iteration and the second iteration, but
1: I remember iteration one was just the OG, right? So that was like he keeps the Starboy in the video, he keeps the Starboy in the song.
0: And oh, then, that's right. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. added other music videos over the top instead of more Starboy because the section was very heavily Starboy-filled and focused.
1: And then they still weren't happy, so we had to scrap it from the song too.
0: And so what did we put in instead? It was 21 Pilots, right?
1: Stressed out, yeah. Stressed out. Well, Which was not bad, but I think Starboy was better.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that file is definitely somewhere in the in the ether. We can find it and... Yeah. start a Patreon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um yeah. dude, you should put that on your Patreon. Just for fun. speaking of
1: Patreon. Uh, do you have I a like comment and hit the bell? Um, yeah, I do have a on, Patreon. I think I'm I'm um, mainly
0: putting this on Anchor and Spotify, but I think I will put it on YouTube with that really crappy logo that you don't like where it's got me doing an 8 Elvis and just fading away in the bottom corner. It's fine. I showed it to other people. They like the logo. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so we made three in Animash uh, mashup, big mashups, and then one behind the scenes thing because we thought we were really cool and top shit and um, about the like the documentary-esque style thing,
1: which... The no behind one... the scenes was a... That was quite an impromptu one, right? Like we were already hanging out other reasons and
0: we just sort of did it well well. we've been friends since we were like six so So we go way back yeah um we just decided to work professionally together um at 15 which is interesting um there were
1: like we had other friends that were there when we were doing the behind the scenes
0: right yeah max and uh eric were with us yeah eric appears at the end of the video and is just like what's up i had fun making this (laughs)
1: there's <laughs> a gag. I was yeah. good.
0: Eric's a lot of fun. Um well, Ananamash that comes from inanimate mashups. Now you've got two aliases and it was an interesting discussion just before about how you wanted to present yourself. Why are you caught between a rock and a hard place with your alias is So
1: um I think with the with the aliases it's a bit like I mean it's all like Sort of separating your content to sort of have your audience be more established following one thing versus another.
0: It's like the it's, it's Donald Glover and Childish Gambino. Yeah. yeah.
1: Glo- Glover Gambino. Like with the mashup stuff, because like that's sort of the name of the channel. All the videos, 99% of the videos are mashups as you would rightfully expect. Yeah, I, I'd hope so they'd be mashups.
2: Think, yeah.
1: But uh um, it does make it more difficult to establish a personality as a YouTuber when you don't present yourself as a personality. Yeah, right. Of that's
0: very interesting.
1: So I guess that's sort of the concern with that. How long like, have I might
0: yeah. No no no, you, you finish. Your point's way more interesting.
1: Like I might have like like I, I rack up quite a few views on anime mashups, even now. Um Yeah, I how many hey subscribers has 20. it got? We hit I think we hit 100k last year, so it's around 110k
0: wow uh, that's 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 crazy. pretty spectacular. Have you gotten your plaque yet?, uh, the plaque
1: story. Oh my God.
0: Do you have a plaque?:
1: Oh, I don't it's It's very sad. I'm actually not eligible, apparently. Why not?: is, So basically what happened was the whole idea was YouTube generally they contact you. And if they don't contact you, then after you reach a certain threshold with your watch hours and, like, your uh, subscribers, you're given tools to contact YouTube and ask about it. I didn't get given those tools, so I went to YouTube support and I sent an email, and that was fine. They gave me the uh, tools, which is basically just like a private chat that you can access a YouTube support member on. And so through that, I went through, I found some other mashup artists that got clocks a few years ago. And I was like, hey, these guys have got plaques. Can I get a plaque, please? I've hit these requirements. What do I need to do? And he went through and he checked my channel and he was like, okay, I'll send you through to the awards team. And so we got to the awards team and then I waited for like, I think I said it was going to be a day and I waited for maybe two days. And then I got an email back and it was basically saying something along the lines of your content is based off of other people's stuff. So we are not going to shell out an award for you.
0: Oh. Which is kind of not great. Well, shouldn't they like revoke all the other in- mashup channels that have those awards? So I think what
1: what it was was they actually changed the requirements around
0: twenty eighteen. Yeah, right. Twenty nineteen. Well, because how many channels? I, I, I was, that must be what is it? The it's it's not gold. It's gold for a million. What's the play button for a uh, hundred thousand?
1: Just uh, silver. for Silver. 100K.
0: And is it, is the whole thing actually silver or is it silver coated on like aluminum or aluminum, however you call it?
1: It's probably silver coated. I, I that that would be a lot of silver. It yeah. <laughs> sounds very expensive.
0: How many channels are 100,000?
1: Like, I'm sure the first 50 were like silver. <laughs> and then they were like, wait, we can't do this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, inanimate mashups. How long have you been making mashups?
1: So in terms of the mashup content, I I started making them like back all the way back to maybe like nine ten years ago, like 2012. Really it was late like 2012. They didn't actually get good until maybe 2014. And even then, like they were sort of shabby. So
0: you've been in the game for nine years, all voice correct. Yeah,
1: quite a while. <clears throat> and I didn't start posting them regularly like. I didn't become a content creator for that sort of stuff until maybe 2016, 2017. Like I had a SoundCloud before
0: that, but SoundCloud got pretty hardcore on the copyright stuff. Yeah, SoundCloud was very hardcore <laughs> on the copyright Jesus, stuff. Jesus, okay. <laughs> I briefly Same remember the around. SoundCloud, but SoundClouds where heaps of people got big. Um, XXX Tentacion, Dominic Fike, Post Malone. Oh, like how did I forget Post Malone? Jesus.
1: <laughs> SoundCloud's been good for rap artists,
0: but not your type of music.
1: For my, oh, for like, like mashups and stuff.
0: Or? Well, I, obviously mashups are gone. But do yeah. you think? Do you think there's a good electronic community in?
1: Okay, yeah. step into the Galagos side of things.
0: Oh, um, uh, we can go yeah, back to I it. Th- but I want to ask you one more oh, thing okay. about inanimate mashups. But no, sorry, finish your point about Spotify sorry um, not Spotify SoundCloud. um SoundCloud.
1: SoundCloud yeah um I don't think it's necessarily bad I think it's just I don't know I think look, I, I don't actually really know I just hip-hop seems to have always I can't think of any breakouts that haven't been from hip-hop on SoundCloud
0: yeah damn that's very interesting we'll we'll probably you know hear about it at some point um one thing that I find very enjoyable about your content, the most enjoyable, honestly, are your your shit posts. Is that a fair title for them?
1: <laughs> I think shit post is probably the best word for it.
0: Do you actually like Imagine Dragons, or do you like making fun of Imagine Dragons?
1: I do like. Pretty Imagine awkward, Dragons isn't a lot. it? <laughs> it's both. It's both because as much as. Okay, you know when you like, you've liked something for so long that you sort of, even when they release something kind of crap, you sort of still like it, even if you you, probably shouldn't?
0: you have this weird denial. It's like there's a few, the latest Coldplay albums on all that Flash, but then you're like, oh, but they're so cool. And I, uh, I, um, have you, have you heard the new Imagine Dragons
1: song by any chance? What's it, what's it called? Um, they put two of them out like a week ago. Um.
0: Follow you and
1: cutthroat.
0: Um, no, I, I I don't know, but follow you sounds like an Imagine Dragons album. So yeah,
1: um, that that one's sort of their uh, single. I
0: think, I think the re- I think the reason I ask whether you like Imagine Dragons or not is because they seem to be the main target. Is target the word? <laughs> I yeah,
1: I think. What what's the phrase? I've heard a lot of people call them the new Nickelback, and uh,
0: really? I think
1: that's a bit unfair. But well, I, in terms of reception, currently, yeah, I think that's fair. I, like in terms,
0: of I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I actually don't mind Nickelback. Uh, Am I, mean, I gonna get in trouble for that one?
1: Not by me. I haven't heard enough Nickelback, to okay, anything, okay. so Okay, okay,
0: that's interesting. I, I don't. I feel like each album has a. Separate identity, like, like, uh, for Nickelback, or well, not only for well, Nickelback, less okay. so, but um, uh, for Imagine Dragons, I feel like Smoke and Mirrors versus Evolve are very, very different albums,
1: yeah, no, for, for sure. Like, I think, not, well, Night, Night Visions has a special place in some people's hearts because that was massive, and
0: like, yeah.
1: like, for us, that was that was the music of our like.
0: Up. Well, that was that was an like, Animash 2015. To... I don't know what it is, yeah. but the twenty the music from 2015 just it, it's there's something oh, about yeah. it for us at least that is like really connected and special.
1: 2015 is a good
0: year. I don't know what it is, but it's like I feel like it represents us. But it's like it's hard for one year of songs to represent people our age, even though we were 15. Like it's not often that you get songs that are super impactful, I find. Like that have like a huge cultural meaning. Like you could have a song that's really commercially famous, but you know Pursuit of yeah. Happiness by Kid Cardi?
1: Like Yeah, it's like is it gonna stick around or is it just
0: gonna like Well Pursuit of Happiness, happiness. as a uh Kid Cardi's song, if he doesn't perform it, there will be a fucking riot. People will lose their minds and be like, he didn't do what? And yeah. They will, yeah. they'll lose their minds. I love that song, by the way. Are you keen or not really? I, feel like I have to be keen, man. It's a pursuit of happiness,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah no, it's one of one of those big ones. Um, now, going back yeah, to I Imagine
0: think, Dragons just quickly, uh, and yeah, evolve. Yeah. Thunder especially seems to be um, your your main target. That a nice little doe dancing around in the bushes. And you just with your sniper rifle. I just you've killed the mum and Bambi. Bambi's next baby, and you you got Bambi recently with um uh the Discord sings Thunder. Uh, that was pretty funny.
1: I'm a, I'm quite the hunter these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're on the phone. Uh, so what? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the th- first Thunder video is Thunder, but every noun is replaced with. Thunder is that right? Yeah. So that was, is that your first shit post. How many shit posts has, have you done before then?
1: That was the first one that blew up, uh, but I'd sort of done them all throughout the history of the channel, just because. Yeah, right. I love making
0: shit posts. The other one I remember when I did rowing, we played "Don't F" with my pizza on the bus, and it was uh, quite a fan favorite.
1: I think if this is this a uh, is
0: wherever this goes, if there's a description, I
1: think we have to link that one. Because that oh. would be easily accessible. Um, oh, yeah. I have yeah, to, that.
0: Um, yeah, I think you can actually Google Don't F with my pizza in. Your thing comes up.
1: I think it's, yeah, it's still on the old channel, like the old, old channel.
0: Yeah, damn. How many channels have you had?
1: Um, so I've got Mid Beezer, which I made when I was like, eight or nine or something wow <laughs> i don't even know if i should mention that i, I
0: cartoon island Dude, usually you, you, you've i try got to bring, hide that. you've got to bring back oh. cartoon island oh <laughs> your voice isn't um, in it it's like it's i don't think it's that embarrassing but if you're if you're embarrassed by it i'm sorry i can cut oh, this
1: i'm okay with that um honestly i still i would i'm not against like i mean i don't really think there's much point in continuing it seeing as but the eight people that watched it have grown out of it.
0: Well, maybe uh-huh. after maybe after today, and after I release the podcast. Sorry, I looked away for a second. Um, maybe after today, people are going to find it interesting and want to listen to it again. <laughs> um, yeah. So exactly. you got a reaction from the thun- the first thunder one by Imagine Dragons, right?
1: Yeah, the uh, thunder. But I just like swapped every now and now for thunder. <laughs> Yeah, that was.
0: How did they react?
1: Oh, uh, like how did like the reception of it?
0: No, no, no. Like, didn't the actual band members or one of the band members?
1: Oh yeah, okay. So, um, I don't actually know. All I know is, so I have a friend, and this is this is what happens when you become a content creator. You meet people that are in the know. Um, I have a friend who is friends with the manager. Of imagine dragon and he actually he's actually helped me out with a bunch of stuff but this was the first time I'd heard about it um actually no this was the second thing he did for me the first thing was that he showed them the mega mixes which were just mashups of like a bunch of imagine dragon songs but I think this was around the same point he played them the thunder shitpost
0: all I know is that they loved it nice but uh, that alone is enough. Well, Thanks. we've seen them live. We, we went together. We, we went with a few people, actually. Um, they seem very personable, cool, and nice. I remember the bass player. It's weird with no video to describe this, but imagine putting... Listen, listeners at home, you can copy me right now. What you do is you put your arms up and you're going to fold one arm forward and the other arm back. And then what you're going to do is you're going to like keep swapping... Like back forth, back forth, back forth, and he would do that over and over again. And he would point to his side of the. Oh, you're typing. Are you there?
1: Yeah, sorry, I'm listening.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, he would. Yeah, he would just go back and forth like that. And he would like face his third of the mosh pit, and you would see like one third of the mosh pit doing that dance. And it's just the silliest thing, but everyone was having so much fun. (laughs) i remember he did it right as the show ended didn't he yeah yeah but he like, had um as he was walking off stage he also had those off-white red trackies with the mona lisa face on it and we're like what the fuck's mona lisa doing in his I, pants <laughs> honestly i
1: evolve i think that, that album was massive and but that album like because i think it brought them to the forefront so much that that success is what Uh, to people.
0: they were pretty famous beforehand
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but like I think that album was the thing that made them prominent enough for people to start getting sick of them
0: oh I see yeah what was the what was the negative reception for
1: Evolve um Origins was the one where forgive my French but where shit really hit the fan gotcha um for evolve, I think like a lot of fans of the band were a little disappointed. They felt like it was sort of a a sellout record, which I guess you could say. Personally, I don't think sellout is necessarily a bad word. I think you can keep your style as a band and also make like pop songs and have it work. Yeah, and I so think they actually did it pretty well.
0: Daft Punk, Human After All, is a lot more rock inspired than the rest of their albums. And then you look at Discovery, which is very sample-focused, and then Homework is just, you know, whatever they could do, they made. And then, yeah. um, oh my goodness, well, Tron obviously has that theme. And then Random Access Memories. I can't believe I forgot Random Access Memories. It's easily my favorite, and I forgot it. Random Access Memories is an ode to music as a whole, and so it's got all sorts of things going on. Giorgio is the most complex song Ever
1: like, <laughs> my name is Giorgio Morod.
0: My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everyone calls um, me Giorgio.
1: My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me
0: Giorgio. Do you just want to do that back and forth for another hour? Just going, my name is Giovanni <laughs> Giorgio.
1: I <laughs> um, I saw a few
0: more of those videos of that. It is <laughs> it's a bit of a meme, like, there's some pretty places. good ones. <laughs> okay. Um, um yeah, so that's cool. How many views has the Thunder One got, the first Thunder One?
1: Um I know it's got at least a million. I thought it had two million. I'm gonna check. Here we go. How Checking many? now.
0: Yeah, we got two point two million. Two point 2, two million. Jesus that is more than Darwin. <laughs> Dude, that is unbelievable! Congratulations. Um, it's weird to uh, think of numbers so like that. Know, yeah,
1: I had to mentally separate the state Darwin from the creator of the song Desert.
0: Just then. Good <laughs> 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 damn it! Isn't he Darwin, or something like oh, that? Yeah. Or is he actually anyway? Um, I don't do you? Do it's that. so hard to visualize because we had. Ananimash 2015 get downloaded and re-uploaded think, by an Indonesian account. Yeah. It's like account. an hour-long version, right? Yeah, he just put the video back and forth. <laughs> I love this story, actually. <laughs> I don't know if too many people notice, but he uploaded it and it had something like 1.6 million views. And our 15-year-old yeah. little minds were like, holy mm-hmm. shit, this is unbelievable. I've been to the AFL Grand Final and I think... Uh, a hundred thousand to a hundred and twenty thousand people go there. So fourteen times that had seen the video, like that as a, it's it's unbelievable. It's so hard to comprehend, comprehend how many, how big one point six million people is and views. Obviously, think, yeah. Obviously, if you wanted to break it down, we definitely each saw it multiple times, feeling a little bit angry, but a lot of. People would have had it on multiple times and multiple views and whatnot. But it's still 1.6 million. It's it's absolutely crazy. I've yeah. Um the funny story with it though is when we realized that this guy had uploaded it, we didn't watermark the video. We didn't realize to do that until 2016. Even the yeah. mid year wasn't watermarked. Actually, the mid year might be we watermarked. I can't remember. Thing. Yeah, we weren't that we weren't that smart about it. Um when we noticed um, I I sent the guy a message, being like, "You have twenty four hours to delete this." I was bad cop. I was just uh, like, "This is this I, is our evidence." And then you send him a message. You were good cop, and you're like, "Just put our names in the description. It's fine." And I was, which one goes. I was like, oh, yeah, guess which guess which one he chose." <laughs> And I don't think I got any more subscribers from that, and I don't think you did either. Um but yeah, that was that was an interesting little thing. So you have another uh Thunder shit post that seem must have been an absolute pain in the ass to edit. Do you want to describe it? Is this actually a trend still?
1: Okay, look, I, I don't actually know. Basically, so uh you know you know Yakko as well
0: yakko's world
1: it's like uh it's it's this one video that goes around and it's like yakko's yeah, it's just like this mickey mouse looking guy singing like all the car all the uh countries in the world
0: oh yeah, took, yeah yeah
1: yeah i yeah, do know yeah. that and someone took a video someone took that video and they had their discord sing it in the same way that the video was Gotcha. But, like, because like pe- cause it's a fast song and people were trying to do it in order, it was a total mess and they copied it, like, bit for bit. So it was just a jumbled piece of song. And it it's was really funny. such.
0: It's such a headache, given how much. Like, <laughs> like yeah. us, us being editors and stuff like that, just. <laughs> I remember seeing one which was Around the World by Daft Punk, but it was just people spamming around the world. But then people would comment stuff like. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? (laughs) And it's like what? (laughs) Um, I think like
1: after I started getting into that, I saw like because I mean that was the inspiration for the video, yeah. So I just wanted to do something like it because I thought it was cool, and I started searching more like to see what other people were doing with it. And mm -hmm. there's this one channel where like they do like I think every week they do a new one or something, and then every single time without fail, like
0: three or four people come in and they start singing this same Swedish folk song and just break it completely. <laughs> I need to find this. I there was like this yodel song and it's all fun and cool, but then the yodel ends and it becomes like a death metal track for the last 30 seconds. <laughs> so he just hits this like high note and then he slowly goes like two, two or three steps down. And then you're just going, Oh and then it's <laughs> the guitar comes in and it's just like, What the hell have I just listened to? What was the last thing, the last song that you listened to, and you're just thinking to yourself, Did I seriously just spend five minutes or three minutes listening to this? Like, what the fuck just happened?
1: So the last Okay, look, I'm I'm predictable. Uh the last song that I listened to was Follow You by Imagine Dragons, but I won't do that one. Cause we've, we've talked about them a bit. Um, Last song I saved on Spotify was Halloween by Phoebe Bridges. I don't know if you... I think I sent you one song by Phoebe Bridges, and you were like, yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah. When I send you songs, it's stuff that was popular six months ago. And then... <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Um, I have at my work, I've we have a lot of wacky songs and I send you them. There's actually one I want to send you. It's called Crazy Baby by like Linda Yoko Mata or something like that or Yoma Mata. I, I feel very bad for butchering her name. Sorry to fans of I'm her okay. music. Um, I'll send it to you later. It's not on Spotify, irritatingly, because I would totally put it on a... Um, It's on YouTube, and it's got something like 590 views. And I think um, 585 of those are me. Um, But, yeah, it's very tacky and interesting. But otherwise, I was just like, hey, dude, Charlie Puth has this song called Attention. It's it's pretty cool. Um,
1: Oh, yeah. He's a... I've heard of that guy. Can I tell you one thing? He's the one on the Fast and Furious song.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, One thing... I should mention about that song that casually bothers me. None, the guitars in it, so the bass uh, line and the guitar riff, um, none of those are played on guitars. It's all pianos and synthesizers or keyboards or whatever the, the word is. What's the word actually? Educate me.
1: I think i like, I know he like, because that's sort of his thing. He sort of doesn't,
0: He's mainly like, like a, I is is mainly a piano of, like, man. An, oh,
1: I, I think... But yeah, yeah. No, he's more of a piano guy. Yeah. I anyway, remember
0: like... I, I saw a behind-the-scenes the, video of him making it, and yeah. he's got the guitar sound on his keyboard, and he just does the riff, and it looks really easy to play on piano. And then he does the bass line, and it's like, well, that's... I don't know. it's I don't want to sound like I'm a... There's a pure way or a specific way to make music, but... It's, it's really it weird wrong. to describe. It feels wrong. Like another behind the scenes video that's great is the Calvin Harris making slide.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and that then, one's fully legit, right?
0: That was fully legit. And you see him doing the bass line, the guitars, uh, different synthesizers and drums and whatnot. Actually, most drums for most beats are just made on a... Um, what's the program called? Studio 4 or something.
1: Like, a, like just a DAW like
0: yeah something like, that.
1: Is, like Ableton or FL Studio or
0: something FL Studio yeah I've seen a lot of FL yeah. Studios like Passion Fruit was made in FL Studio yeah yeah um,
1: um you know you know that song Perfect Strangers yeah a few years ago um fun fact that was made on like I think it was literally made on GarageBand
0: oh that's awesome well GarageBand I think has the capability to make some pretty cool things, but no one does it.
1: Um, actually, now I'm saying it, it might have been Logic, which I think is just Garage Band on steroids. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. What what
0: happened to Logic? Was he cancelled or something like that?
1: Nice transition.
0: <laughs> um, Logic, Logic just straight up
1: quit making music. Damn. I think like last year he was just like, you know what?
0: i'm gonna stop for a bit i understand taking creative breaks or do you know what actually i think this is a good conversation for next you're actually not just inanimate mashups you're also oh you muted yourself oh now you're back all good All good. nice um you're not just inanimate mashups you're also (gasps) galaga no you have two you have two channels it's not like you were talking about yeah. having multiple channels before. Um, I'm also known as Childish Gambino. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I directed This Is America. <laughs> yeah. Damn. No, he didn't. didn't wanna, no, he didn't. Didn't <laughs> Let's just get that very clear. He didn't. <laughs> um, uh, Galagath. Galagath's the original stuff. I am vibing with Over so hard. Even though it's not originally yours, your remix... Is this shit. It is so incredible. Just for just for my sake, this is my podcast. Can you talk to me about that remix just briefly? Okay. So um so this is actually a good segue because this one ties into the mashup world as well. Oh nice.
1: Um so the person who made over, his name is Adam Wright. Um he used to have oh well, he still has. His main mashup channel is Adam Music which is sort of like more pop leaning than me, but it's similar stuff. He's probably a bit bigger with production. He's I might quite just a, ask quickly quite as well, YouTube is so. it
0: very common for uh, the mashup artists to also have original music on the different accounts? Or they sort of, is it just a really small indie community that does the mashups and the originals in different aliases?
1: I think it depends. I think like, cause the mashup community that I'm sort of part of, it's very much about mashups. Whereas a lot of people they're like, their whole brand is all the music they make, you know, originals, remixes, mashups, cause everything has like a certain touch to it.
0: Ever since pitch perfect came out. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I guess like, what's a good example?
0: Like mixtapes, for
1: example, like mixtapes, the original definition of a mixtape was like, just like a bunch of songs thrown together. Dude, that still back in the day, like, like
0: it was actually like a good, a cool romantic thing to do to your partner to make a mixtape for them. My parents would have told me about this and stuff like that, but it's not like you can just go, here's a link to a Spotify playlist I made for you. And you're like, thanks. Like, why would you make me, really why would you make it. me a playlist? Like, Ew
1: why do you say that though because I I have like I have I have heard of people being like hey if you make me a Spotify playlist I'll love you forever
0: oh okay that's interesting I've definitely made a playlist for someone but it wasn't like it was a lot more formal and it wasn't because I love them (laughs) 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 um Galagath um Galagath what what is Galagath
1: so, um, in
0: literal terms,
1: Galagath is the musical project that I have that involves my original work.
0: I find it interesting but how you say project as if it's just something that's like existing and there.
1: I think I use project because I have quite a few things that I do. I think if Galagath is my only thing, it'd be different.
0: Right? Gotcha. But like,
1: I don't know. I'm I'm working on a lot. That's
0: fair enough, though. But You're like keeping yourself busy. busy.
1: And um, I don't. I look. I might. I've talked about ananimate quite a bit, so I'll probably link this to the channel as well when this comes out. So this will be a reveal. Right now, I'm also working on a book.
0: You already know about that. I don't know about um, this.
1: Wait. Yeah. No. I, I think, oh, uh, fiction. The, yeah, that one. Oh, that one, a
0: fiction. One. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, Well, like a, you know, I guess yeah. I I'm also working on something, but you know. Is yours reveal. is yours sci-fi like mine or is it like just literature?
1: Mine's like survival slash mystery.
0: Oh, it's Cartoon yeah. Island, the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, right. I, um, I remember telling you you're the only person I still the only person I've told the synopsis to my thing. This must be terrible content, my thing, your thing. But I remember telling you, and you were just like, shit, I'm going to get back to work, even though I've casually ridden moments for my thing for three years and <laughs> I'm still figuring stuff out.
1: A lot, like a lot. And a lot of it's really cool as well. Like a lot of great ideas.
0: Yeah, it's like, I think ideas are cool, but. The stories that people want they want conflict, they want people fighting and whatnot, and so i have to have to Just figure like, that sort of stuff out
1: honestly like what what motivates me with like stories at least like in terms of like writing sort of the basis of my thing too yeah Character, character conflict character development, and having complex like emotional. Themes, arcs, build-ups,
0: set-ups, setups, yeah. payoffs—it's rat's nest. And, and I
1: got you—you you clearly quite, quite care, like you care about that a lot. You put a lot of work into that, and it shows because there's you a very lot of cool much. stuff going on with your characters, and that's what really excites me.
0: Oh, awesome! Well, I, I've started writing one of the origins. Do you know, I'll say this: one of the characters is very religious, and I thought it would be cool in his little origin moment for half of it to be written as a prayer and as it that it's quite the writing challenge not gonna lie um but yeah um it'll 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 be interesting to see i gotta keep um i gotta keep working on it anyway let's go back to galagath um in terms of that project, using your language, <laughs> what are you working on currently?
1: Okay, so at the moment, things are a little slow. I have a full-time job, which I have not had pretty much ever. So I don't have as much time to work on my musical stuff. Also, Galaga sort of going through a bit of a weird phase where I'm making a lot of stuff, but I don't necessarily know what I want to do, like how I want to define my vision. But in terms of stuff, um, I've got a new show, like a new performance I'm doing on May. I want it to be the biggest one ever. I'm going to try and get like, a projector going, some visuals. Wow, I'm to try okay. and live stream it at the same time. I want it to be the biggest one. So
0: oh, far. wow. That's, that's actually pretty cool. I okay. didn't realize you were trying to do like hybrid and stuff like that. That's called media convergence. That's a bit of my uni knowledge coming yeah. out. <laughs> I like that. And well, new different ways of presenting media. Um, but were you saddened by Daft Punk uh, dissolving?
1: To be completely honest, just because I hadn't done anything for so long and they'd had such complete careers, I wasn't saddened, necessarily. It, it was solemn, but it felt right to me as well. The... It made sense to me, so that's
0: it. Their last live performance, I'm not sure how much history you know, so Daft Punk might be my favourite band, FYI, audience. Um, but their last, they, when they started, they were called Darling and they had a third member. I feel terrible for, uh, by not remembering the guy's name. Um, they got described in a newspaper, the band, as this daft, punky crap and they were like, they were going to turn their, this their, you know, worst worst criticism into their uh, ultimate, you know, musical empire genre-inspiring name. And the other guy who was in Darling eventually left the group and he formed the band Phoenix. Do you know it?
1: Phoenix.
0: Yeah. They're pretty successful.
1: <laughs> I'm sure I have heard of them. I'm just going to...
0: Um, anyway, Phoenix and Daft Punk occasionally do, like, did collab shows and stuff like that, and the last live performance of Daft Punk was at a surprise appearance at a Phoenix concert, which must have been awesome. Like, you pay Darnie bucks or whatever to see Phoenix, and then suddenly Daft Punk turns up and you're like, holy shit, this is next level cool. Um... But that was their last live performance, and that was in 2017. And then four years later, they disbanded. But what were they doing in between that for so long? Like Recharging. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just,
1: um, it doesn't take do four years to
0: dissolve. There. Sorry. Sorry. I was like, no, 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 you say. Um,
1: I do think it's kind of sad we never got to see anything from Random Access memory.
0: Live, like yeah. Um yeah. I think they had that Grammy performance which was pretty cool, but it, it, it again it's quite limited. Uh would is Daft Punk a big inspiration for your sound? Because it's it's a very cliche question, but I think it's still very relevant. I think their impact is pretty pretty massive. I think
1: the Daft Punk are See, I like I have like influences, but like they don't—they're not necessarily like artists as a whole. A lot of the time, it's like I'll listen to a certain song and I'll be like, "This sounds really cool. I want to create something similar." What What
0: songs and music are you digging now? Sea shanties?
1: <laughs> um, I actually didn't see much of the sea shanty thing, but I heard about it. Like, I heard, like
0: off. I know like, I like three screen. sea shanties and that's it. Like I've listened to it like three.
1: I do kind of love the that other thing.
0: It's pretty. It's quite <laughs> charming. I quite like it.
1: Actually, um, I don't know if you saw it. Right? I, I actually posted a mix with a uh, Wellerman.
0: Oh yeah, that Wellerman. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got to look like, into uh, that. That's pretty funny. Wellerman
1: and then the the instrumental was fireflies. Uh, <laughs> That's not um, bad. That one, like, literally, first day got twice as many views as, like, my other, like, last 10 videos.
0: Clearly, there's a... You've got to follow up the trends. There's there's a clear indication Good. there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like with Galagath, can I give you a little bit of criticism now? I hope you don't mind. You what? pump out a lot of music through Galagath, and it seems very quick. Um... Not that Daft Punk's a good example, but usually, how many albums have you made?
1: Four. Four. there's like EPs as well. Jesus. So four albums, two EPs.
0: Um, and then, yeah, four albums, two EPs. And how many years have you done Galagath?
1: I think the, the first official Galagath release was like 2015, like early 2015.
0: 2015. But okay, so you're at six album. years, four yeah. albums. Um, I don't know how many other bands doing, pushing out albums that quickly.
1: <laughs> okay, I I think.
0: Do you catch my so drift? I feel like do you yeah, feel like yeah, you're just I putting out music for the sake of it, or?
1: I get what you mean, and honestly, it's something I've actually, I'm actually working against now. Um, that's why I have a little
0: bit more time
1: that's why I've only released I think I put two songs out last year that was it
0: yeah right Um, COVID was a little bit tricky yeah that was definitely part. (laughs) but no because
1: back when I started I wanted to get big of course like I wanted my music to be heard by people but like Really, it was about creation. It was about me getting my ideas out, and it was a lot of fun with me, and it still is fun, but there, that was really about me discovering how to make it all work, and how to actually do it. Oh,
0: and I because see. Because of
1: that, I created a lot,
0: like a lot of music. Do you want to learn how to play guitar? Yeah. <laughs> <I> d- <laughs> kind of. I-, I can play like six chords. Six chords. Well, <laughs> so... there's th- how many notes are there? Seven? So... <laughs> 7 yeah well no, once, yeah, once 12. you know how to play bar chords or power chords you can play any chord that's what Green Day do Grindo only play power chords do you know what a power chord is
1: um yes but I'm not familiar with what they actually look like
0: um okay it's it's again one of those things where describing it doesn't actually help at all but it's a very simple shape that you can do with Three fingers, and you can play it anywhere, and it makes a chord with the bass note and the high note being one octave apart, and then a note in the middle. I forget whereabouts, but yeah, it's it's a very simple, effective chord. Most most Green Day songs use them, and
1: yeah, I have heard about the prevalence of power chords. I know it's like. 'Cause that's the, like a lot of like the OG original punk bands. Like the Ramones and stuff.
2: Uh, Ramones, they, Sex
0: Pistols a little bit. Do. Um, uh, I don't know actually about sex pistols, but um yeah, Green Day are definitely the main example of it. Um so are you planning apart from that live thing that you want to do in you're doing in May, sorry, do you have any yeah. other Big plans for Galagath this Gallagher. year that you're allowed to talk about?
1: I've got a few songs that I've been working on.
0: Um a lot of demos
1: I've been making. Been trying to get some collaborations working with other artists. I actually finished the song on Monday.
0: Oh, congratulations. Just this week. Do you want a studio deal? Um,
1: studio deal? Yeah. Like do I sorry. Do you want one?
0: It's not like I'm offering yeah. you one, but like, like I'm not going
1: to say no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, this uh, how much? No, um, yeah, I do, but I think other people would get more out of it than I would because I do so
0: much at home. I think, think, think you're got stuff. You, I need to recruit. You're gonna do more live. You're gonna do more live streams and be a little bit more like Mark Ribelay or whatever his name is, and just tune out a bunch of live streams. And just have an absolute blast in your underwear.
1: I don't know if we'll go that
0: far. Not in your underwear, but I think doing live streams and stuff like that could be a pretty cool idea. Um, no, no, no. I know one thing. Uh, we, we have a video idea. I think the only way that we'd be able to properly do it at this rate is to start a Kickstarter. And then make it. Even
1: then, I don't know if we'd be able to get like enough people um
0: it's it's a yeah the video it's, visually is quite simple but to technically make it it's very complex it's a one shot but it's
1: it would de- it would demand a lot of planning and precision
0: that that's but yeah once we have the if we get it financed and stuff like that it it can get done but it, obviously that would take a while if i would i would partly produce it and partly fund it cuz you know, we sort of came up with it together. Um, yeah. But it would take quite a bit for both of us to pull that all together and then do it. And, and even um, then, um, making the money back would be a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah.
1: And um, um, may I just add, um, this video idea is for a specific type of song that as of now is not existing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We we don't have a song planted. We actually, yeah. The it's, so there'll it's a, be
1: a song built around the video, which is a bit of an interesting.
0: Song. It's a very interesting creative challenge. Like, I don't know. I have really weird creative processes. Like the zombie problem, a film I made whilst whilst I was in year twelve. I had this idea for a scene where it was these guys feeding a zombie cornflakes and stuff like that in two minute noodles, and. <laughs> and from there i figured out the rest of i don't know why i thought the scene was so funny in my mind because the zombie throws up blood on one of the dudes and um we shot it twice so we had to do two different angles because we only had one camera of a zombie coughing up blood on uh, a friend of ours but anyway that's beside the point. I think I want to break down the zombie problem in its own podcast with Max. I think that'd be a pretty cool That's thing. Um,
1: that would be, because I know you have a. Do you have animosity towards it, or is it sort of like? I don't do you know. Think if
0: you picked animosity, animosity
1: towards other people.
0: Um, it got a lot of dislikes, not because people disliked it, but because people got together and collectively disliked it as a bit of a prank and it it left a really sour taste in my mouth. Um, I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. I i treated it, was like a child to me at the time. Like I can look back now, what, three years later and be like, this isn't actually that great, but I had a lot of fun making it and I learned a lot of lessons um actually well speaking of money and financing videos I think half of the money I spent on that video doesn't actually show in the video if that makes any sense like we had scenes that were a little bit more expensive to uh put together more props um different visual styles for the zombie itself a lot of a lot of layers that just didn't B-roll. end up appearing little some B roll yeah, we, I had to get rid of three scenes. There was a very specific nine minutes, 59 second time limit. And I wrote, I was, the script I wrote, I think was originally 15 minutes, the first draft. Or actually 17 minutes or something like that. And I just had to condense the shit out of it. Like one of the main problems actually with editing it was, I had got these friends, they did like this rock. I got one of their rock songs to have at the start and at the end and they said that we needed this much time to appear at the very end of the video to show our song and yeah which is fine they deserve to have credit and stuff like that and yeah. you know that's I'm totally cool with that but it was the, an, an absolute balance. I it was such an obstacle to get it under 9 minutes 59 seconds if I could redo it the video would probably be something like 12 minutes but then again what I would add isn't much. I'd have to find the script again and break it down like that. Um. Yeah, the, it's a complicated relationship with that video. I did want to make a giant behind-the-scenes video for it. Um, but
1: yeah, see. We'll,
0: we'll that'd see. be an interesting one. What have you got? Like,
1: I, I imagine the chances are slim, and I'm aware that by continuing this conversation, we are stepping into other podcast territory.
0: Oh, no, no, no. That's um, fine. That's fine. Um, it's was a threat. With um, it, a lot of the... Well, there's a lot of funny behind-the-scenes stuff where it's just like funny banter and stupid stuff. But one of the other problems with it is that the fact that I've waited so long, Max had a different girlfriend and she, she did the, his makeup for the zombie and um there's sort of jokes about them as a couple and stuff like that that are there but it's a bit awkward now yeah and not really. the, she is now dating a different friend of mine and so we'd have to it's it's actually <laughs> it's it's, a different. Messy, yeah. it's an interesting situation um uh yeah but good for you for Gallagher. That's pretty exciting, and it's pretty cool. You sound ambitious, and once we can make a video that is cool and interesting, that that video especially will absolutely will triple down. We'll make it awesome. We need a bunch of new be, tech. It'll be so cool like once it's done. Culmination
1: of our collaboration
0: so far. Exactly. It'll be a little baby. We've wanted to make a video for a music video for so bloody long, but we're pretty.
1: Wait, where you go. You really wanted to do
0: something. For. Yeah. I really wanted to do where you go. I quite liked resolution. Um, I'm quite ambitious with my ideas and realistically we don't have much money. So it's pretty difficult to yeah. fund a lot of these ideas. Um, I'm just gonna get up my little note here. Um, you want? Do you want to get married at one point? I've got this like funny story to tell you, just to wrap it all up. I,
1: I see. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, depends. Depends on who it is. Depends if it's someone worth getting married to. Um. um yeah, it's just not a relevant question for me at this point in my life. I think.
0: Okay, that's that's fair. Um, if you could, well, obviously now, do you think down the track you will get married?
1: I, I know this isn't great, useful. This isn't a super useful answer, but like, again, it's sort of like I would only get married if it was like
0: someone you love.
1: The, the person <laughs> that It was like with you know.
0: Yeah. Um. So it, it depends you, on whether that happens. How about this? So, yeah. Um, your bachelor party. Or like a 21st, what would you want to do? That's like, your, if you had an unlimited budget, what would you do for your 21st? That would be like absolutely crazy and awesome.
1: I honestly, because you've had your 21st,
0: yeah. Mine's yeah, my t- my 21st up- ended up taking place over four days. <laughs> do you know this the, or not really? It, um, I got bits of it. So I had a party itself which had like 20 people there and then it was around australia day when i had more people over more drinking and then i was drinking with different people the next night afterwards and then the night afterwards it was the magic the gathering crew and so i had like three nights in a row of heavy heavy drinking but it was all party themed and the people i played magic with got really drunk as well and we were just having an absolute blast I spilt beer all over my playmat, actually. That was quite funny. Anyway, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to read you. uh, It's a a Reddit post. It is one of the most... This is the craziest bachelor party I have ever heard. Uh, Content warning, just by the way. Um, I heard a story once about a young Russian man who inherited $20 billion and decided to eventually get married. For His bachelor party, billion. hey, billion, 20 billion,
1: 20. <laughs> oh my god,
0: inherited as well. No, that's
1: ridiculous.
0: For his bachelor party, he invited all his boys to Russia. I love how all his boys aren't in Russia already. Like, he's <laughs> <laughs> got one dude in Saudi Arabia, another in Dubai, one's in New York, Safa <laughs> like. guys, all come to Russia. They get he invited all his boys to Russia, escorted them in a black car right from the runway, and they were driven four hours deep into the Russian forest. They stopped at a random hotel for the night, and then and then in the morning, they were dropped off in the middle of the forest. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? Sounds kind of wild. It gets crazier. All of a sudden, a bunch of Russian men riding horses and dressed in traditional Russian battle armor Surrounded the guys. <laughs> they tell the guys that in honor of their boy's marriage, they are going to get suited up, ride horses, and rape and pillage a nearby village. I kid you not, their billionaire Sorry? I kid you not, their billionaire friend purchased a random small Russian village deep in the forest, rented 54 of the best prostitutes in Russia, 18 guys, three girls each, to act as the villagers rigged the entire place to be suited for raping and pillaging and finally placed 18 huge cubes of frozen ice inside each of them inside each of the houses in the village these giant ice cubes contained precious jewels rolex watches money and other valuables the 18 guys were all given a time limit and the girls were incentivized with money to distract the guys as much as possible in their quest to break down the solid ice blocks i will let your imagination run wild that is that's absurd that is that's pretty like, that's pretty epic, but if you get twenty billion dollars,
1: twenty billion
0: I'm not condoning that at all by the way that's it's quite a messed up activity, especially with eighteen guys
1: that's just that's past the point of like realism like
0: it doesn't sound like, real, but it doesn't sound, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound, sound like, real, but it kind of is kind of really believable at the same time I don't know how to describe yeah. it Like,
1: <laughs> it's got it's got a young Russian dude energy all over it
0: I know right <laughs> but it's like you know there's 18 guys there total how does the next guy to get married topped that? it's like guys in Melbourne they'll be like hey we're gonna go to Crown for the weekend we're gonna put 2000 on black and then the night's either going to get really fun or really devastating. Like, that's that's the yeah, most great. extreme thing you can do in Melbourne, I reckon.
1: There is no middle ground. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one cool thing you could do in Crown is if you end up in the mahogany room, you can get all friendly and buddy-buddy with the Yakuza, and maybe they'll have fun with you.
1: I think a good rule for life is just not to get the Yakuza involved. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Regardless of> what, <laughs> <don't> do <it. laughs> that's actually a really good funny good lesson um do you know what on that note it's uh, we've ended with a lesson um do you have any questions for me
1: so uh, any other big projects you've got in the work
0: i'm gonna work on this podcast pretty hard um it's yeah it's Whatever. it's it's fun it's it's a pretty cool prospect and it it it's um i don't know why i've been brushing it aside so much it's it's a, a lot easier than i thought um and that's not to say if you're thinking about making a podcast make one um i bought an expensive soundboard and mixer and everything like that i'm dedicating quite a bit to this um but once i was actually working on it and in the zone it was a lot easier it was just getting over that mental barrier to actually start but yeah this is the uh this will be the main stretch for now because i'm still in uni and i've got a job I mean, as well so this will be like a third activity yeah.
1: i mean podcasting is probably a good thing like
0: podcasting is really started. big i well, not to go back to uni again but i did a project on podcast there is no Like, one in 80% of Australia played a video game. Uh, Sorry, 80% of Australian households own a gaming console and one person per household listened to a podcast each month last year. So, in Australia, a gaming-related podcast, there's there's a clear market for it. And there's a lot of people that might find that interesting. So, potentially... That was another thing I wanted to try and do. I've got a few friends that stream, and so I was seeing if they wanted to start a podcast, but I couldn't get them all together to talk about it. But it is what it is. Anyway, Um, with that note, sorry.
1: Are you looking to do video as well eventually? Yes, um,
0: I. (laughs) I know. I'm already a Joe Rogan clone. I'm just going to be me with a bunch of different people on it. I'm probably going to have you every other week because I can't find a different guest. (laughs) Um, No, Joe Rogan's obviously very cool and interesting. Um, I think my angle, though, is I'm not sure. You you can read the description once I upload this, but we're being born past 2000 with all we know is social media. We know more, obviously, but that's like, it's one of the biggest parts of our lives. Um, we're in a, we're a very interesting generation. We're past millennials and so millennials have pioneered businesses. And so there's this anxiety that's sort of there for our generation that's like most generations is um, there. And it's, I, I'm trying to figure out the right words to say. It's, it just feels so different and I don't feel like that there aren't many outlets where young people get to, the young, young people get to express themselves. Like you've got Billie Eilish who's like really massive and has got a bit of that going on. So I don't love her music, sorry everyone, but um, her being younger than us and being as successful as she is is awesome, go her. Um, awesome
1: and also scary for us.
0: Yeah, because it's like, what are we doing?
1: (laughs) Honestly.
0: I'm not going to Sam. I I don't want to offend you, but she's a way better singer than you. Oh,
1: I already know that. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um,
0: Yeah, uh, final notes. I want to try and do this every, get an episode out every Sunday. One of the guys that really wants to do this, he wants to do my astrology and my star sign and stuff like that. And talk to me about what that all means. He's, also, he's also really a massive DC fan, so we're probably going to do a deep dive on the Zack Snyder Justice League that comes out tomorrow. We're recording this on the 17th of March. It comes out tomorrow, which I'm actually super keen for. What a story and what, a mon- what monumental success of a movie that whole thing is. Do you know much about it? It's a recut. It is a recut. Zack Snyder was originally working on it and he had done Batman vs Superman and um, Man of Steel. Unfortunately, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide and so he had to leave the Justice League project and Joss Whedon came in. Now, he did the first two Avengers and he did Buffy. So he's, he's a good director, but... The studio got heavily involved in the script and the editing and the story with Justice League, and it ended up being this weird Frankenstein of a movie, and it just was not that. It's just not that good or enjoyable or anything like that. And for four years, people have been like, "Release a Snyder cut! Release a Snyder cut!" Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot have both tweeted on the hashtag, and eventually HBO Max were like, "Here is seventy million dollars to finish it." Um, go ahead and um, through all the processes as well different communities have raised money for mental health and awareness and suicide prevention I think Zack Snyder said something like half a million dollars at one point was donated which is just incredible so the story isn't actually just about a movie being made it's about a culture it's about persevering it's about survival it's it's pretty. It's a pretty hardcore, and it and it means a lot to a lot of people. Anyway, it's a four-hour movie that's going to be on HBO Max. Do you like that? <laughs> Do you reckon you're going to see it?
1: Four hours.
0: I'm keen to watch it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm gonna watch it after Magic tomorrow. Magic finishes at about midnight. I'll be up till four. I don't care. I'm. I'm down. I'm. I, I love it. Listen, people watch Lord of the Rings like once every three months, the whole trilogy. I like Lord of the Rings, but I'd see the time length, the length, and I'm like, screw that. But I see a four hour Justice League movie, and I'm like, yes, please.
1: (laughs) Justice movie, and you know, I'm still feeling it. Maybe I'll watch Infinity War and Endgame.
0: Oh, don't say that. You're going to get so much hate. Do you want me to bleep that out? (laughs) I
1: made this mistake like two days ago front of one of my work colleagues and he was really quite
0: frustrated with me you know endgame is no longer the highest grossing film avatar got released in theaters in china and has made something like a hundred million dollars really quickly <laughs> and it's the highest grossing film again dude the disney illuminati must be pissed someone
1: someone in the avatar
0: is a, yeah Property of James Cameron.
1: Okay, I think my brain's just.
0: I think we should wrap up. Yeah. I think we've had a good job.
1: Yeah, I'm running out of steam, man.
0: Yeah, that's alright. <laughs> we're both we're both a bit busy and exhausted at the moment. But thank you for coming. I, I on. feel like we could we could
1: bleep out maybe half of the last five sentences that
0: I've. No, no, <laughs> that no. no this fine. This is cool. You're very personable. It's fun. You're great fun to have on, and um, I love working with you still. And we have, it's very exciting to start this and to keep going. Thanks for being the first.
1: Um, Hopefully, uh, we can do this again.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Jesus Christ. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye bye.